Hey everybody, I'm Damara West. I am founder of Be Well Beautiful Woman and I am delighted that you are here either tuning in on our podcast or tuning in on our YouTube channel. I have the beautiful, the talented, the deeply soulfully connected Tanya Gonzalez that is with us this morning. You are going to have an opportunity to hear from her about all things related to her work, her role at the Divine Feminine Business Summit, which is going to be April 26th through the 30th. Make sure that you mark your calendar because she has an amazing workshop on the lineup in addition to nine other sessions that will have you going deep within so that you can have flow in your work and in your life. If you don't know much about Be Well Beautiful Woman, go ahead and check us out at BeWellBeautifulWoman.com to familiarize yourself with the myriad of services that we support you in to help women to heal, to live joyfully, and to have immense business success. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and tell you what you are in store for for today. We have the amazing Tanya Gonzalez, who is in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico right now as we speak, such a beautiful country. And she is a tarot life coach and a born psychic medium. From her humble beginnings, reading tarot cards in a Chicago cafe to international fame, as she was voted number three psychic in the world. Yes, y'all. I mean, number three out of all the psychics in the world. So we're going to explore that and so much more in just a minute. She further incorporates her gifts as a licensed spiritual counselor and continues to serve as a retreat host, best-selling author, and teacher from her home in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Tanya, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, Queen. Uh, thank you so much for that amazing introduction, beloved sister. I'm so grateful to truly be here and, you know, be well, be a beautiful woman. This is like so needed and necessary for us right now. So needed and necessary. So thank you for being part of the healing for our sister kind, for our sister kind. Yeah, sure. thank you for saying that. Oh, so you resonated with me so much. Um, I, as you know, I started following you on Instagram about six months ago and really seeking alignment, you know, like who are the right people out there for me um, in terms of partners, in terms of clients, in terms of sponsors. And um, your work is so inspirational and it's clear that you care deeply about sisterhood as you have shared. And so when I conjured up this idea of the Divine Feminine Business Summit, it was just, it just felt right for me to have you to be on the lineup. And the fact that you said yes, without hesitation, um, just affirmed all of that. So what I want to start with is, um, because sisterhood is so intricately woven into all the work that you do, you know, why is that so essential? Um, and because you've been talking about sisterhood long before I think it became really popular to talk about sisterhood, um, knowing that you've been in the game a really long time. So, you know, what has that meant to you in the context of your work? Mm, such a great question to begin with. Thank you so much for asking. You know, um, when I began, I my journey, which I hope we get into in just a minute, but it was truly this experience where it was an other and, and just, you know, and a, a sprinkling of, of what I was doing. And so, but it was dominated again by the patriarchal society. And I said, you know, there needs to be sisterhood. And I never had sisters, but I always 
wanted to have sisters. And I always thought too, because I, I, I really wanted to see women flourish when, since I was an undergraduate, I graduate with a women's studies minor because I saw and knew that it would be our time to rise because I knew intuitively I was guided years ago in my predictions and prophecies that women would be on the rise, that things would begin to shift, that the, the divine feminine would come back to life because this is what mother nature is calling us for because the age of Aquarius is reminding of us all of who we truly are. And this is what we're seeing. We're actually seeing it out there in the world right now with inequality and racism and all these things coming out that had been hidden. And so who are the leaders and who have always been the healers? Our ancestors, which I call and sisters, A-N-S-I-S-T-A-R-S. They are and sisters, right? And they always came in community. And when we came in community, when we gathered together, whether it be in the red tents, when we had our moon cycle, or when we were out in the fields, we were powerful. We were so powerful that they had to put it underground and just, just totally you know, destroy any connection to the divine feminine power. And yet we know that the water, the oceans are connected to La Luna and that is then connected to us. Yeah. How can then we not have as much power as La Luna has through the water, changing tides. And then the other thing, we call this great planet we live on Mother Earth, which we're about to celebrate Earth Day, right? And so if there's Mother Earth and the mother, you know, the woman in the moon, not the man, how can we not be divine? How can we not be sacred? And this is what we're coming into is us women, especially us sage women now in our, you know, our sage years. And I'm not putting ages on that because numbers are irrelevant, but we're in our sage years. And now we're seeing that our, our young, our youth, our youth, our women, our young women. Mm -hmm. And now with this energy of this pandemic and these young women, losing education, losing that connection to each other, losing connection to, you know, La Luna. We need each other because we will heal each other and therefore then heal out there because out there cannot heal till we heal in here. Mm. Wow. I feel like what you gave us was like <laughs> an entire retreat, <laughs> you know, like literally. Um, and I love what you said about ancestors and this idea that we have the collective power to draw within to heal ourselves, which is the impetus for healing the world. And so many, many of us are waiting on the world to do right by us. Um, man, whoever, woman, um, versus no, we have the power. We are connected. We are divine. And so, you know, the fact that, and the fact that you predicted that this would be what it is right now is no secret. That's one of the reasons why you're the top three. <laughs> you were voted as one of the top three because you're so in tune. So, you know, before we talk about your story, because we have to know how you came to all of this insight, 
Um, how, how is it that you became so connected with source, with self? Uh, thank you so much for asking several things. Um, I had to first say yes to myself. I had to say yes to my gifts. I had to say no to a lot of things. <laughs> I had to say no. And I decided, I decided that I was going to do what spirit was guiding me to. And I also number actually should be number one. <laughs> Let me back that up. Oh, is spiritual, that. Yes. spiritual practice. One. Please say more about <laughs> that. <laughs> spiritual <laughs> practice comes number one. Yes. Spiritual practice comes number one because I couldn't have gotten the, the faith in myself if I had not had the faith to, to know I wasn't alone to know that I was being guided. And so that faith comes through spiritual practice. See, the thing is, everybody wants the, the Orishas and the God and the goddess and all the universe to give them what they want. But if you're not doing and asking and honoring them, it's not the grocery store where you can just pick it off the shelf, you know? And so spiritual practice is your commitment to saying to spirit, I am committed to this because I'm asking you to be committed to me and to support me and lunifesting and manifest. I call lun manifesting lunifesting because it's more feminine. I manifesting that's men. Oh, um, so lunifesting. That. that reframe. We can reframe yes, anything. Everything. Yes. yes. And so <laughs> lunifesting again, this reminds us of our power, you know? And so I just said, let me listen to what you have in store for me. And I had had a problem with drinking. And so I had made a decision with myself and this is a part of my journey and I'll get you there in just a minute. But yeah. I had said, no, this is where that decision came in. I had been on spiritual practice and had been a yoga teacher already and had already become a licensed spiritual teacher or counselor, but it still wasn't, you know, I wasn't there because I thought, you know, I got this drinking under control. I'm not, I don't have a problem, you know, I'm not, it's not affecting my work, but it was. And so this is why I say a decision. You have to decide with spirit. And um, sometimes that feels like it's going against yourself because our ego wants to make us believe in what it wants us to believe. And so it feels like you're crazy or you're having, you know, a dark night of the soul and you have to decide, yes, regardless of how scary and hard and uh, difficult it may be, you know, with spirit, you can do hard things. And so I said, I am willing to give up drinking if you will allow me to access my full gifts, if I, you know, and I knew it was not me asking to, you know, get my full gifts. It was me saying yes to them. You know, it wasn't an either or it was truly not me asking the universe to give it to me because I already had it. It was saying, I'm saying no to this so I can say yes to this. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like what's a part of that is that you were seeking to be liberated. You didn't want alcohol to be in the driver's seat. And, you know, I think we don't oftentimes think about like bartering with spirit, but why not? <laughs> um, and there, you know, it makes me think of 
eat, pray, love and what she said. Absolutely. Oh, we can barter. We can talk to spirit in a way that we would talk to anyone essentially. Yes. And, you know, something that you said about like the reciprocity, you didn't say this, but this is a word that I use often reciprocity with spirit and like you know this idea that yes we can ask for anything but do we honor in the asking right and the honoring and the asking is the gratitude right it's the acknowledgement it's the sacrificial nature of saying that i know i can't do this by myself but i know that if i ask you right we can co-create this together right and so everything that you're saying is like, and I can tell you like, literally I'm having this very visceral moment where my body is, it, there's, it's energy, right? Even just being in this space with you, um, which is why what we put in our space is so important. Who we have in our space, what we have in our space, because it all has a vibration that will send us towards what we want or send us in the opposite direction. And what we want, as you said, that's the yes, right? What that we is. want is the yes. And just this idea that we can do anything, any challenge that we encounter. I was just saying this to a client this morning that it is meant to teach us something. It's meant to evolve us more into ourselves if we allow it to serve that purpose. That's exactly it. That's And see, that's our magic, our power, our magic, our two and the same. This is what the divine feminine brings is we are the alchemists. You know, we are the ones that turn something into nothing into something. Come on now, look what we do in the kitchen. Look what we do with our bodies, with our hair. I mean, we can turn nothing into something. We are divine alchemists. And the thing is, we don't believe in our power. And so spiritual practice must come first. And then you decide this is who I am choosing. And we have to choose ourselves every single day because we forget because we've been conditioned. I just had this epiphany just recently myself, how conditioned our minds are, how conditioned I was to routine that even though I do my rituals and everything, I still had this idea that I had to wake up in the morning. I had to do my yoga. I had to have my coffee. I had to do this thing. And then spirit said to me, who said you had to do those things like that? Mm. And I said, I said, nobody. And spirit said, who makes your schedule? Nobody. What are you doing? And I said, huh, that's the conditioned thinking. See, that's the ego thinking. The heart listens. The heart listens because it's being guided, not by this head, but by this one, this inner eye, this intuitive side, this intuitive inner teacher, guide, um, source, and African spirituality, the Ori, you know, we think it's this, it's not this, it's this that guides us. And so when we allow ourselves to be intuitive, as the divine feminine is, then the, the path is there. She will guide us over those. I mean, she, what she will do is make sure there is no stone in our path. Mm, and that's that flow, that's flow state. 
that's flow state. It's, it's so powerful what you're saying about um, just the importance of being right. Spiritual practice is about being. And, you know, when I think about you and the expansive work that you've done, again, being named as the top three psychic in the world, and yet you still have practice. So this is so important, oh, yes. right? Absolutely. So, so this is so good because a lot of times we think that there's an arrival point. We've got there, right? And particularly if we are in this driver's seat and we are the ones that are doing the work, right? People may assume that they put us on a pedestal, but, but it's a practice because even monks can fall, even if you believe in Jesus, even Jesus was tempted, right? Whatever ideology you believe in, it's it's always an opportunity, as you said, to make a choice to put ourselves first, to prize our peace, to prize our joy, to prize alignment in our lives and knowing that there isn't an arrival, but as we practice, which is why the divine feminine, we know is so critical as we practice, it clears out the pathway, as you said, right? That's the flow state. And the more that we do that, the easier life actually becomes. Doesn't mean that there won't be challenges because I think as we expand, more challenges come to further expand us some more, <laughs> right? Oh, yes, yes. You know, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you that it was nine years ago Exactly at this time, I was living in Key West. I'm going to take you on this journey of where, how I got to number three psychic. Okay. And it, so nine years ago, I was 40 years old living in Key West. I had quit my job as a school librarian. I had already had my, uh, I was a yoga teacher, as I said, a spiritual, a licensed spiritual counselor. I had been doing the, the tarot and I had had clients. I had had a radio show. And I told myself, I'm going all in because I never wanted to ever work for a man again. I never wanted to. I wanted to be my own boss because I knew I'm not a good employee. But the, the amount of work that I could do was waitressing, right? That six, seven hours tops. I, it's there. I go home. It's not even in my mind, right? So I was like, I can do this. I can waitress. I can still build my business and do my thing. And because I'm adventurous and I'll be hearing more of my stories in, in my upcoming book, which I'll tell you about too. Um, I decided I was just like, I had just come from living in Spain for about nine months and had been in this um, very uh, crazy kind of friendship energy thing. It was just, anyway, I come back from Spain. I came to then Key West because I couldn't go back to Chicago. It was winter. I was like, no. So I'm waitressing. I'm hostessing, I'm busboying. Now I'm working seriously three, four jobs and have my thing. I'm cleaning toilets, washing dishes. I have a master's degree in library science and nobody, it's like, what are you doing? Wasting your life, wasting, you're 40 years old and you're waitressing? You don't need to be doing that. Why don't you go get a job? And I was like, I know spirit has something in store for me. And I stuck to it through cleaning those toilets. It was during this time. I remember exactly. It was because this was the high season in, in, in Key West. And I was cleaning toilets, mopping floors, doing the thing. And every morning I would go to my waitressing job 
in the evening I would do hostessing and every other, I think it was every other weekend I would do the, the bus boy anyway. Um, but I started out as a bus boy and that's a good story too. But anyway, I would waitress in the morning, six in the morning, I would look at the ocean and I would say, I know you have something in store for me, but I know right now I need to make this money, you know, waitressing, whatever is happening. I know something is coming. So here we are, April, June, end of June, I get an email from some, it's in another language. And I'm like, what is this about? So I delete it. I get this email again. And I remember it was about July 3rd. It was the beginning of July, my birthday month. So I was excited. And so I was like, what is this? Who just keeps writing me this, this message? So um, I take it to work because there's a Russian girl there because that's the language that it looks like it's in. I didn't think to do Google you know, translate. And I was, she told me about, she was like, this is a TV show in Ukraine. She's like, I know this show. She's like, this is a really famous show. And I was like, show? I was like, this is whatever. And so they had asked if I would be interested in participating. See, and I had started doing tarot readings every week on YouTube because YouTube had just started in 2008. So I, I had started doing these weekly YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And so I... Um, they found me on YouTube. So long story short, I'm invited to Kiev, Ukraine, Eastern Europe. I go, everybody, I remember everybody at the restaurant was like, are you crazy? You're going to go to another country for a TV show? You're a black woman. You're 40 years old. They're going to sell you to the black market. You're going to get killed. They're going to kidnap you. Are you crazy? Yeah. I got on the plane because you felt when I got off the plane, I I knew I was being guided. When I got off the plane, there was a TV crew waiting. And I said, I mean, and I had been traveling for almost 40, 24 hours because I was in key West Florida and I had to get all the way to Kiev, Ukraine. So I believe I was like in three or four airports anyway. There's thousands of people at the tryouts that they take me to. Thousands of people from all over the world. Things I had never seen. Snakes, people had birds, people, I can't even explain. It was like thousands of people. And I'm like, where, how how did I get here? Mm -hmm. I find out this show is one of the most popular shows in Ukraine. They have a viewership of over 33 million viewers every Sunday night, eight o'clock prime time from eight to 10 PM. And they asked me to join. And so it went from thousands to hundreds to 20 or 50 to 20 to 12 to eight to four to three. I was 40 years old. I, 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 it just, everything in my whole life changed. Everything in my whole life changed because I saw myself on TV. But that's even backtrack, Tanya. You saw something that no one else could see. And not only did you see something that no one else could see, you knew that what you were doing was temporary you knew that there was something better out there for you. And no matter what your circumstances look like, you stayed the course. 
you never floundered. And because you, because of that, you got something that you could have never imagined. And this is why like trusting and asking for more, but not being attached to an outcome is so important when it comes to manifestation, because a lot of times we can limit ourselves from what it is that we can block ourselves from getting the, the real goodness. And we can block ourselves in general from getting something that we never imagined. There's no way that you could have mentally conjured up being number three psychic in the world and all the naysayers, right? Um, and all the things that could have been legitimate. You could have believed all of that. And all of that could have totally, like those are, but those are beliefs. And you chose to have a different belief. Like I am, I'm blown away. And it just speaks to the power of manifestation and that when we work it, it works and it works for you in a magnificent way. I'm just, I'm, I'm just blown away. I'm inspired. And my, and anyone who is watching is also feeling that there's no way that you can hear this story and not believe in the power that we have to co-create our lives far beyond what we ever could conjure up within our hearts and within our, and, and definitely within our heads. And sister, let me tell you, the house where I was living was not the best situation. I was homeless when I got there because there was a man trying to, uh, uh, he was sexually harassing me, who had told me that he would let me stay at his place. I had nowhere to go. And so I had to roommate with this, with two immigrants. One was from China and another one was from Russia which again was spirit putting me in that Russian Ukrainian energy. And her name was Tatiana. They took me in. I was homeless. I had to sleep on their couch. And, I'm, and in Key West, if you know anything about Key West, it is full of chickens and cats. Mm -hmm. And so this woman fed all cats in Key West. Like she would literally go around her bike on the island and feed. And so imagine all the cats at her house. I had to rent a room from this woman, Demetria. You could smell that house at least two blocks away. And I had nowhere else to go. I had no idea because I had thought I can go to Key West, get a waitressing job, make that money, get a, a room real quick. But that's not the way it works in Key West. And I had no idea. I had no idea. So the spirit was like, okay, you don't have a plan. We give you one. I was homeless. I remember I couldn't even take showers at night after working a busboy shift because in this house, she only had a dirty tub and a, a, a shower like this, and we didn't even have a door. So I had to ask my roommate to make sure to ask him to leave the house so I would feel comfortable taking a shower every day. But at the end of my shift, I couldn't even take a shower. So until I then moved in with some other people, at the other restaurant I worked in, and then we all became roommates. And so then I had a sense of stability, but it was rough. But I seriously, let me, to go from that. That's exactly what I was thinking, <laughs> to go from to that, this. It, 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 it expanded me. It expanded me so much that I, I could not, again, this is, I'm at the end of it, nine years ago. It's been nine years. Wow. Nine years. What a beautiful, expansive, and I'm sure at times painful journey. 
right? And you have no idea, but you do. If you're a woman, especially a black woman, you know. Yeah, yeah, but like your story is is deeply, deeply, deeply inspirational, and um, and so I just I want to talk about the critics for a little bit, right? Mm. Those those yes. people who think that psychics are anti to spirituality, are anti to, um, are evil, right? In some way, mm, all yes. things we think about. So what do you have to say to people who have some of those ideas? Well, the first thing I have to say about skeptics is um, we just had Easter, right? Mm -hmm. Easter is all about the resurrection of who? A white man who was killed in, 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 in spirit, right? And so if you believe in Easter, how can you not believe in spirits? Mm. Yes. And probably a whole hell of a lot of other things as well that we believe in and that we practice and have no idea to what the orientation of those things are because we have just taken them on. Right. And that goes into what you were saying earlier about these beliefs that we have about the way in which life should unfold versus no, I have the power to decide how my life is going to unfold. I have the power to choose what I'm going to change. I have the power to ask anytime that I need or want or whatever it may be. So talk to us a little bit as we wrap up about your session, right? You've got this really powerful session, La Luna. Um, that, you know, mm -hmm. Luna is my dog's name. I love that. Ah! Yep. Um, and so <laughs> talk to us about your workshop and why it is essential for people to come to this workshop, particularly related to just wanting more for their lives. And so I mentioned it briefly before, Luna Festing. Luna Festing because it's it makes it connects to us as women. Manifesting it's man infesting. Yeah, exactly. So what we're trying to do, there's that masculine energy, and this is about divine femininity. And who speaks to us but La Luna? This is why. It's, so many women right now are recognizing the power of the moon. Why? Because we have a moon inside of us. As I shared, the moon, you know, um, you know, cast with the ocean, the, the tides come in and out. You know, Yemaya, the energy, the Orisha in African spirituality, waters are the givers of life. And who controls the waters but La Luna? When we have this moon within us every 28 days, this energy. And so Luna festing is connecting not only to your moon sign, but nobody teaches us about our moon sign. When we look at our horoscope, we look at our sun sign. And that sun sign is all about our head. La Luna speaks to us in our intuition, which is why when we have dreams, that's why they're so powerful. You know, when we have visions at night, women have been connected to the moon for, you know, actually the Gregorian calendar is the youngest calendar. The women's calendar, the moon cycle calendar is, is, is ancestral. And that's the 28 day cycle that all women experience, you know? And so lunifesting is using your moon sign, which we all have, mm -hmm. connecting to that energy of your intuition and, and your ancestral superpower. 
And so, I mean, they moved cities, they planned weddings, their harvests all around the moon. In Mexico City, there is Temple of the Sun and La Luna. In Giza, the pyramids, where are they pointing to the sky towards La Luna? Every culture talks about the sun and the moon. The thing is, we only pay attention to the personality, which is the sun, but La Luna connects us to our emotions, to our emotions, to what we feel, to what we see, to what we know. Yes, She's in our body. The sun is only, as I said, it's on the outer shell, but La Luna is in our spirit. She speaks to our soul, which is why lunacy, lunacy was created because they said women got crazy during the moon. We didn't get crazy. We got clairvoyant. And that's actually the name of my upcoming book. I'm not crazy. I'm clairvoyant is my upcoming book. And it is for, it's a handbook, a spiritual guide for the spiritually awakening black woman. Mm, Oh my gosh. So we're definitely going to be talking about this more during the divine feminine business summit. Your workshop has me so excited because what just came to me about what you just said, Tanya, um, and we'll make sure that people could, there a link um, or is the book, is it coming? Out? It's it's coming. It's coming. coming. I'm still so, writing. We're it, just yes. building some buzz. We're just building. Yes. Buzz. And you know, we are going to promote it as soon as it's ready. Thank you. We'll promote it to our community. And I'm, and I'm excited about buying a copy um, for myself. And so what just came to me, Tanya, is that, you know, the difference between the sun and the moon is that the sun is like the external. It's what exists. Yes. The yes. moon is the internal. That's the power. That's, That's the right. power. And so when we do those things to not, I mean, really like the internal just creates more light. That's, That's it. All. That was That's so it. powerful. And I love it in this context. And, and really um, I'm excited about getting into the practicality of how we can use practices to really draw within. And like you said, you know, asking for the ancestors um, to, to help guide us on this journey as a Reiki master, you know, and as some, I'm going through a meditation certification program right now, I always begin with highest healing, highest good. Ancestors, guides, protectors, come with me on this journey, right? Absolutely. On this journey. Um, because there are things that I can't conceptualize that they know. <laughs> they have all the wisdom. And as I, as we connect with that wisdom, like, who knows what's in store for us? You got number three psychic in the world, right? Like who knows what's in store for us? So at 40 um, years old, at 40 years old, at 40 40 years old, at 40 years old. And when you said you were 49, we already know, girl, you look like you just walk. You you look like you, your 20 year old self. I'm just saying, I'm just, thank you. I know I can't, it still keeps surprising me. Like I have to keep telling myself, I'm a woman of 49. I'll be 50 in July. And I'm like, She'll be 50 honey. <laughs> and honey, she looks good on you. And I love that, um, you know, we, we already know age is nothing but a number, right? Oh, age. no. We sage. We don't age, beloved. We sage. We don't age. You have given us so many nuggets. Um, and so, again, my heart is so Thank full. You. This is, like, my favorite thing that I have done today that I will do today. Um, Thank you. you Bless me. You have blessed our community and I cannot wait for the workshop. I can't wait for your book. So let our community know how they can stay in touch with you, Tanya. 
So please follow me on Instagram at Tanya R. Gonzalez. I'm most active there. You can also find me on my website. I have a new blog coming out very soon at uh, tarotlifecoach.com and all kinds of fun things. You can also follow Brown Girls Who Coach, which is our other Instagram, like I said, with our spiritual. And then I'm Tanya Gonzalez on Facebook. So Yes, that's where you can find me. That's Thank you. Wonderful. All the way that we can stay in touch with you. And we're even talking about doing a retreat together at some point. Let's do it. Let's like, do it. Yes. Come to Puerto Vallarta. Yes. The water, there. the ocean. Let's do it. Well, you know, and it'll be my second trip there. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. The well, door is open. Thank you. Thank you so much, sis. Um, community, you heard it here. The fabulous Tanya Gonzalez voted number three psychic in the world. You heard her story. You got to come and listen to her workshop during the Divine Feminine Business Summit, April 26th through the 30th. Everything that we're doing is free. It's a gift to you. Come say yes to this. Even if you can't actually attend, you will get the recording so that you can listen to it later. Um, I will be listening to this episode alone many times over because there was so much that this queen shared, new insight to help to expand all of us. Until next time, beautiful people. Ashe. Ashe.